Welcome to All In All Out. I'm your host, Ryan Allen. I thank all of you for joining. I hope that all of you are doing well. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good night, whatever the time may be. I thank all of you for taking the time out today to listen to another edition of All In All Out. Now, for today's episode, we're going to discuss three topics. And I believe three topics are important because of the climate of today's society. Whether because whether it's regarding politically of being politically correct, whether it comes to stealing, or whether it comes to entitlement, and many other things. And there's so much news, especially in the last couple of weeks. Uh, for example, Joe Biden, he made the news that the pandemic is over. What do you do? But we're still going to need to deal with the coronavirus. <sighs> to tell all of you transparently, most of the time, if not all the time, I don't believe a damn word that guy says when it comes to our nation. It's the same guy that's pushing for electric cars. Now, it's not that I'm against electric cars. It's the agenda behind electric cars. I just saw recently that by 2035 that the state of California will ban the sale of brand new gas-powered vehicles. Now, why would you do that? Why? Why would a state, or why would any manufacturer even allow that to happen? Because they push the agenda of electric cars. And here's why I believe they're doing that. And it's Simple to save money, of course. As the Bible states, the love of money is the root of all evil. So any evil that you see just looks towards the wealth, look towards the finances, look towards the money. When you see evil acting, when you see evil present, maybe not all the time, but look at the root of any problem, any evil that you see, potentially finances connected to it. It was the same thing at my previous job. The reason why those people acted the way they did was because of money, plain and simple. Plain and simple. And I believe in terms of these electric cars, because they have so much technology in terms of connecting your iPhone or your iPad to, for example, the Tesla. Your information is on there. So now you're in the database. So now they can control you in some way, shape, or form. That's just my opinion. But ask yourself, why push the agenda of electric cars? Why? Why not push the agenda of doing away 
with manual transmissions. Because less, I believe less than 10% of people now drive manual transmission vehicles. It, it, it is not common nowadays to see someone driving manual. I can't even tell you guys, ladies and gentlemen, the last time I saw a person drive a manual transmission vehicle in person, the last time I drove a manual car, it was at a Toyota dealership because I was looking for a car at that time. And that was in, I, I believe 2020, the last time I drove a manual transmission. So the, the point is that not that common. So why? As the government pushed that away as an agenda, why not? And why push so hard for electric vehicles? And don't give me the crap about, oh, you're saving the earth, your fossil fuel. I'm just going to make this statement and get into today's actual topics. What do you think? contributes making that battery the power of that electric vehicle fossil fuel all right first topic anthony edwards now for those who don't know who anthony edwards is he's an nba player national basketball association to be technical He's a shooting guard for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And why am I bringing it up? Well, a while back, more recently, he made a comment, I believe, on, oh, definitely on one of his social media platforms. I happened to see it on Twitter. And he made a comment towards homosexuals. Something... Actually, here's the video of what Anthony Edwards said. Look at these queer ass niggas, man. <laughs> Do what the world uncame to, bro. Now, since all of you have heard that, Anthony Edwards did come out and make a apology statement. And I'll read it to all of you. He made the statement on Twitter. Quote, what I said was immature, hurtful, and disrespectful, and I'm incredibly sorry. It's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way. There's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. Along with that statement, the... Minnesota Timberwolves, specifically the president of basketball operations, Tim Connolly, made the following statement too, which reads, quote, we are disappointed in the language and actions Anthony Edwards displayed on social media. The Timberwolves are committed to being an inclusive and welcoming organization for all and apologies for the offense this has caused to so many. End of quote. 
Now, I understand he used the word queer. And that's wrong. Of course. Absolutely. But, yo, the outrage that I see on social media, specifically on Twitter, over what Mr. Edwards said, to me, it just goes to show the height of sensitivity that we're currently in this generation. I've seen one person say, kiss your basketball career goodbye. I've seen people call this man homophobic. I've seen Lou Alcender. Yes, if for those who don't know, that's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I call him Lou Alcender because that's why his mama named him. For those who ain't watch, for those who watch Coming to America, all of you will get the joke. He made a statement recently, calling Anthony Edwards' apology meaningless if he, unless he does some volunteer work. Now. <laughs> That, that's a bit extreme in my opinion. If, if, for example, if I call someone a, a homosexual, hey, in this sense, and I'm going to be blunt with it, yo, you need to stop acting like a fag. Does that mean I need to go to sensitivity training? No, not necessarily. In that case, with Anthony Edwards, if I ran the, the Timberwolves, I would call him on the phone or preferably send him down one-on-one and explain why what he did was wrong. Not necessarily what he said because at the end of the day that's his opinion that's what he meant because remember out of the abundance the heart speaks because so that's in his heart so we should not judge the guy for what he said because that's what he means that's his opinion but explain to him why he was wrong. But the biggest thing that I got an issue with in his video is him using the N-word. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into it. That's what another episode in itself. But I got a problem when people use the N-word. Now, I will admit, ignorantly, before I got saved, I was one of those black cats that used the N-word in sentences. Yo, what's up, my nigga? Yo, what's up, nigga? What's happening? It didn't make it right, and it's not right. Because that word right there was used. More so the ER version. To disrespect and downgrade our black ancestors back in slave time. Well, 
pretty much probably still now is slavery. I was told by somebody who went to to Africa that there's still slavery to an extent. So when I hear black people use that word and it, it I didn't feel right just saying it, but I said it to keep it real with all of you. When black people use that word, they truly don't know the meaning and what the purpose of that word was back in the 1800s. The downgrade black people essentially put them in a category of worthlessness. So, Anthony Edwards, if you, by some miracle, happen to listen to this show, or what I would say to him right now if I was standing in front of him, and I actually (laughs) said this, what I'm about to say, I actually said something similar to one of my colleagues when I used to, when I worked at AT&T, who was a young, young black guy. And essentially what I said was, you know, educate yourself on the use of the N-word, where it came from. It's very inappropriate, very disrespectful. Even if the person is saying it amongst other black people, it don't make it right. It does not make it right whatsoever. So I'm not more hurt or strung up with the word queer, queer, because again, there's many different ways to call a gay person gay. Gay, homosexual, a faggot. Okay, but the difference when using those words, you need to understand who you're talking to when saying those words, because I will admit to all of you, there are people that I can say the F word to and it'll be no problem. But if I were to use the F word to someone else, they would cause an uproar, they would get offended, and I'll probably get fired from the job, possibly, or suspended. Or, in that, in that sense, I would need to use the word homosexual. Because that's politically correct. You know something funny? I didn't even know what politically correct meant until I was in college. Because I used to think, man, these are just words. Even though they can hurt people, they're just words at the end of the day. They're just synonyms of one another. Whether it's in the Merriam-Webster or Urban Dictionary... (laughs) They're just synonyms. They're just different ways we say things. But the point is, in regard to Anthony Edwards, just be careful what you say. Because he is a public figure. And I'm pretty sure there are people out there that 
look up to him in a way, especially because he's a young, rising NBA star. He is a star. Uh, at the very least, he's an all-star. Make no mistake about it. So, Anthony Edwards, man, please educate yourself on the N-word. And if you got a problem with homosexuals, just keep that to yourself. Unless somebody asks you about it. Because in this day and age, people will get offended or hurt about anything. Now, next topic. I want to talk about Brett Favre. Now, for those who don't know who Brett Favre is, he used to play in the National Football League. Won three MVPs. Won a Super Bowl. He played for the Green Bay Packers mostly. He played for the Jets one year. And he ended his career with the Minnesota Vikings. Now, why am I bringing that guy up? Well, he's recently in the news. In regards to his home state of Mississippi. Now, why am I bringing that up? What does he have to do with the news? Well, it was upon discovery through a text message that him, Brett Favre, and former governor, Phil Bryant, who served between 2012 and 2020 under the Republican Party, so Brian made an agreement transferring or at least giving $5 million worth of funds towards the University of Mississippi's volleyball organization to help build a new arena or stadium, most likely an arena. Now, what I'm going to read you is the text message exchange on August 3rd, 2017. The first text message is from Brett Favre. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? Former Governor Phil Brandt response. No, we have never have had that information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them. Hopefully. Right far. Okay, thanks. Now, this text message exchange was the following day. Phil, uh, first from Governor Phil Bryant, former. Wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He is on board with us. We will get this done. Brett Favre, awesome. I needed to hear that for sure. Now, even though, let me clarify that. 
even though the text message technically in writing didn't come from Phil Bryant, it was most likely his publicist or an assistant sending out this text message because the governor is busy doing something. But the whole point is, the whole point is, that guy, Brett Favre, a guy who made over $100 million in career earnings from the NFL. This guy and Phil Bryant or to be technical use five million dollars of welfare of the state of Mississippi's welfare funds to help build or contribute to the University of Mississippi's volleyball organization now some of you may ask what does that have to do with Brett Favre well his daughter goes to that school and she plays on the volleyball team. Or at least played on the volleyball team because this happened back in 2017. Mississippi. That's what pisses me off. Now, again, Brett Favre didn't want to use his own damn money to help contribute towards the school. Brett Favre didn't think to have some of his boys, his friends, contribute money, respectively, to donate to the school for the volleyball team. No, 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 no. It's the fact that him and Phil Bryant stole, I'm going to say stole, transferred, whatever word you want to use, welfare fund money from the people who live in the poorest state in the United States of America. The poorest of the poor. I just saw a video recently of a woman sick when she turned on the hot water pipeline. It was nothing but dirty black and brown water. Those are the people Brett Favre stole from. Now, let me give all of you some statistics on how poor the state of Mississippi is, according to usnews.com. Now, here are the rankings for the state of Mississippi. 50th in healthcare, 43rd in education, 49th in the economy, 48th in infrastructure, infrastructure. So, so that's energy, internet, access, and transportation. 44 in opportunity, which is opportunity to gain economic wealth and money, affordability, and equality. 41st in physical stability, 33rd in crime and corrections, and 22nd Ranked in for a natural environment. That's how bad the state of Mississippi got it. And you, Brett Favre, are stealing from those people, the same people you grew up with, potentially. 
your people. You stole from them. I've lost so much respect for that guy. This is the same guy who had a painkiller addiction. It's the same guy that sent an inappropriate text message to a female worker while playing for the New York Jets. It's the same person that promised to do something regarding going to an event and didn't go. And that guy, if, if that was a brother or if that was a sister, and what I mean is that was a, a black man or a black woman, they'll be in jail right now. They'll be in jail. If a black person were to commit any sort of fraud, whether it's EBT related, whether it's tax related, whether it's credit related, the the FBI will bum rush their home to take them to jail. But yeah, for Brett Favre, he's still out there living his best life. How can one guy, as such as of right now, get away with crime, criminal acts? But yes, someone such as Michael Vick, who went to jail for a year for organizing dogfights. Now, let me say this statement. I don't condone dog fights. I don't don't condone any animal fighting. And Michael Vick should have went to jail. But let me remind all of you, he didn't actually do any organization of the dog fighting in terms of getting the dogs, in terms of setting up the, the battleground, he was just a platform. He just had the property. And his boys sold him out because they didn't want to go to jail. Or they, at the very least, they wanted a plea bargain. Colin Kaepernick, that man stood up and said, I ain't, stand, I ain't standing. Well, actually, <laughs> technically, he knelt down on one knee. He sat down on the on the bench. He said, I wasn't going to stand up during the Pledge of Allegiance for a flag that represented America, a nation at the time where black people were getting killed innocently. That's what he did. That's what he did. And he hasn't played in the league ever since that season. I think it was 2016 that happened. He's been blackballed. And you have that guy, Brett Favre. Stole $5 million from people who live in the poorest state you know, in the nation. The poorest of the poor. But, eh, we're not going to arrest him. We're not going to start an investigation on the whole situation. Man, this is what's wrong 
with the United States of America. It seems that if you're rich, if you made a bunch of money, and this is not new, this is something that'll be going on since Abraham Lincoln was president. And, and that's a joke, by the way. Where the richer you are, the more power you have, the more you can get away with things. And that's just the reality. Look at DMX. Rest in peace. The amount of arrests he's had, that dude should have been in jail for years. Years. Even look at R. Kelly, for example. He got away with <laughs> messing with young girls for years. Years. And it wasn't until now that he's going to pretty much be in jail for the rest of his life. I, I understand why rich people get away with things, but it's just so disgusting. It's so ridiculous. And people need to wake up, man. People need to wake up with what's going on in today's society and how rich people more so rich white people. They can do no wrong unless it's something so political that there's an outcry for change. And change will happen. None of it. None of it. Personally, I hope Brett Favre he will either give back the money, give back the five million dollars, or the man should be in jail. Because it's straight up wrong. Regardless if Mississippi is the poorest state or not, every state has its poor section. Every state has its poor section. And to steal from the poor and give to the rich. Ice Cube said one time. It's just wrong. It's evil. It's evil. That's all I got for that topic. Third, but not least. Let's talk about Brianna Strauss. And that whole nonsense. Now, for those who don't know who Brianna is. She is a police officer who works at Federal Way Police at the Federal Way Police Department in Washington State. She recently made a video essentially stating that cops could do things that the normal average citizen cannot do. To give that background more context, listen to what she said. PSA to everyone out there. I'm speaking for myself, but I'm probably speaking for a large majority of other officers out there. If we're driving on the freeway in our police car, get the f out of the way. Get the f out of the way. If you merge and we follow behind you and we merge too, you're probably in trouble. The best way to find that out is get the f out of the way. I can go 90 miles an hour. You can't. You can't do that. 
So get the out of the way. If us officers stay behind you long enough, we can find a reason to pull you over. So you might as well get the out of the way. Super simple. That's all. You're welcome. Okay. 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 I'm so freaking pissed off at that. First of all, if you watch the video, you can notice that she has a a a gif, I guess you want to call it, or a photo of a badge covering up her actual badge. So talk talk about hiding from the public. And yet, as an officer, you're meant to serve the public. And you want to make statements such as that, yet hide your badge? Okay. Even dumb enough, her last name was shown anyway. So that's first and foremost. Second, when she makes statements such as, oh, we can go 90 miles an hour. You can't do that. So get the F out the way. Or where she makes a statement, oh, we can find a reason to pull you over. Y you know what? That is the exact reason. Now, before I go on, she w she did end up getting suspended. She only got <laughs> suspended 10 hours without pay. And 10 hours without pay equals one sh shift. And here's the reason, according to the Federal Way Police Department, on why she was suspended. Because she violated the police department personal and social media protocols. And on top of that, just additional information, she was sworn in as a police officer in August of last year. So close uh, a little over a year ago anyway what she said is the reason why people call cops pigs she's the reason why people don't trust cops she's the reason why many people think cops are bad she's the reason why black people don't like cops She's the reason why people, some people think the police department is corrupt. She's the reason why that there's such a negative stigma on police officers. Now, let me tell all of you from personal experience. I never had a negative experience from a, well, Negative, I never had a negative experience with a police officer from the standpoint where they're asking me to get out the vehicle, I'm in handcuffs, they grab my hand and push it against the car hood, a car hood. Never been that bad. Never has it been that bad. Ever. Now, I have dealt with cops because one time I was speeding, another time. I got into a car accident. Most more recently, the last time I dealt with a police officer, I was going on I-95 to go see my godmother. And a guy hit the 
rear bumper on the left side of my vehicle. The cop happened to be there. We both pulled over. The cop didn't pull us over, but we both pulled over. I didn't have any damage to my car, thank God. The cop asked, hey, is everything okay? Are you all good? I said, yes, sir, we're all good. I got the guy informa the guy's information who hit me, and we went on our way. So I never had an experience, a bad experience with a police officer. And at one point, and still to an extent, I had a desire to be a police officer because I know that I can do good in the community. I know that for myself. So, and I, of course, I've spoken to many police officers and I've noticed and I've seen that not all cops are bad. They're not. You just have some of those knuckleheads that, <laughs> that take their, their power too far. But this woman, Brianna Strauss, if, if I were in that police department, I would have suspended her for a month. And here's why. Because of the stigma that police officers already get, the standards as a police officer they are supposed to uphold serve and protect that's not serving and protecting what she said that's her essentially saying look we are the law we can do whatever we want we can find any excuse they put you behind bars that's overstepping the boundaries that's all that's crossing the line and Another reason why I was suspended her for a month is because showing that video, releasing that video, is putting people in fear. It's putting people in fear of living out their daily life. Now, I'll speak for myself. I don't have no fear of the police. Because I've always said it. I've always said it. If you know you're not doing anything wrong, you have nothing to worry about. And if you as an individual happen to get pulled over, for whatever reason, just listen to the police officers. Just listen to them, answer the question, be knowledgeable about your rights. For example, if they actually search the vehicle, unless they have a warrant, they are not legally allowed to search the vehicle. If they actually step out of the car, they are legally required to ask to tell you why. And many other things. So be educated on that. But going back, people are living in fear. People live, in, people live, for example, another example, if I, I'm not saying this example because of what happened to Trayvon. What, so <laughs> there'll be days where I, I, I'd be wearing a black hoodie 
And I'm wearing the, the hood over my head. I'm just chilling, walking, minding my own business. And what if a, a cop comes and pulls you over? Or they're driving on the street, you walking, and they ask, hey, you're busy with something? You going somewhere? Where you going? You know, that type of fear. My, my whole point is, man, what she did was wrong. People like that, in my, in my opinion, they shouldn't be police officers. Because what she spoke, that came from her heart. And a, a 10-hour suspension ain't going to change that mindset. So people in Washington, or Washington State technically, look out for her. Look out for her because, as I said before, I actually said on social media, when people show you who they are, believe it. Don't don't make the excuse or reason, oh, she just made a mistake. Oh, she, she learned from it. She got suspended from it. No, 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 no. She showed you who she was right in front of her. Everyone's face. And last thing I'll say on this topic. Again, not all cops are bad. No. And as I said as well, as long as you know you're doing what's right, yeah, nothing to worry about. If you ever encounter with a cop, just be respectful. And do what the police officer asks in correlation to the law. Alright, that's all I got for today. I hope that all of you enjoyed this episode. It's a little bit different from the norm, but that's what the show is all about. We don't sway from any topic. As I mentioned in the, the Genesis episode... You can follow me on all my social media platforms. There'll be a link in the description below. Please give the show a five-star rating. Leave a comment if you want. And without saying anything, stay blessed and stay well balanced. Thank you.